since we're going to be talking about uh, cartoons and stuff this episode, yes, uh, I thought before we get going here, since we haven't really been able to mention it, uh, I want to briefly mention um, the death of Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that was that was kind of uh, shattering. It was for those of us who uh, have grown up with him and around him and. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those who are listening who don't know, Kevin Conroy has been the voice of Batman for the last 25, since 92. In any iteration apart from, well, I can't say that anymore because he did play briefly a live action version of Batman, but mostly he's done voice work, cartoon, video game, Mm -hmm. and the like. Yeah, anytime it wasn't. Live action, 99% of the time, it was uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Um, apparent, and apparently by, you know, Val Wrights, everybody was saying super nice guy. Um, uh, very sweet guy. Um, Extremely revered in animation yes. circles and yes. just voiceover community. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he uh, had cancer, um, so I guess that's. Yeah, but he, apparently he's been he had been sick for a while, but he kept going and you know working, doing cons, all that. So he apparently he loved going to cons. He loved meeting people. Yeah, um, I had the chance to meet him back in 2014. It's been that long. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, and it was a brief interaction. Oh, it was yeah. like a short, you know, little meet two, and three, greet, yeah. as they tend to do. So. But yeah, super nice guy. I uh, got a picture with him. Um, he he would he would do the line "I'm vengeance, I'm the night, I'm Batman" to anybody who would ask. He didn't care, <laughs> and he you know he gave it like he was doing it for the first time every single time. It's just kind of the guy he was, like a full on emotional read. Yep. Yep. yep, that's awesome. Yep, and I, I, I'm, uh, I got his autograph. Uh, had him sign my box set of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, so that was that's kind of cool. That was that's cool. kind of a prized possession that I have. Oh but. yeah, especially now. I yeah, mean, it was then, but even more so now. Yes, because he was only what mid sixties, sixty six. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that being said, uh, we're going to talk about cartoons this episode. This is the Brothers Ramble, by the way. I'm Troy. And I'm Andy. And this is our... Is it trademarked if I say animation domination? Probably is. Probably. (laughs) Sorry, Fox. Um, But this is episode 17. We're up to 17. Yep. Um, Yeah, and, and like the Star Wars episode, this is... We're talking about cartoons because it's ingrained in us as people. Oh, yeah. Even to this day, I mean, uh, it's it's ageless for me. I, I You know, I'll tell anybody, you know, here I am, 44 years old. I'll still watch animation sure. and cartoons. The drop of a hat, and I prefer it. Yeah. Just because the uh, the lack of drama, for the most part. and <laughs> I don't watch a lot of modern cartoons um Mm -mm. Mm -mm. like no uh, simpsons you know i mean it's still going you want to call it modern i guess i'll watch that i'll watch family guy but like anything on cartoon network or nickelodeon like the current stuff i i can't watch it i can't stand it i i think i look at it and it looks like it's been drawn by uh 13 and 14 year olds and, Mm -hmm. and the stories are exactly like they were written by 13 and 14 year olds. Yeah. I mean, any animation you find that has the bean mouth, you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes. Where it looks like mouth. a lima bean. Yep. Any of that, I will not watch. Mm. So we're talking things like Steven Universe, Adventure Time, even Bob's Burgers, stuff like that. I can't yeah. watch it. It's irritating to me. I'll watch Bob's Burgers. I find that funny. I've, I've, I've found that funny, but yeah. No, I, I get what you mean. Was it more the story for yeah. Bob's Burgers? Because I I can't stand that animation. <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's it's the story. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Um, and it's really well written. It's a really funny show, but you know, I can understand um, not wanting to watch it because the animation. Like there are there are comic books out there that have great stories, right? But I can't read them because I don't like the art. Yeah. Um, so I I totally get that. Yeah, hard to look at. It yeah. really is. And I th- I I blame Adventure Time for starting that whole thing. Yeah, because it seems like once that hit, everybody's like, "Oh, well, we don't have to try." Mm-hmm. You know, let's just mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get our uh, you know early teenager to draw this for us, and we're good to go. So. Yeah. So most of the cartoons that I, at least I'm going to talk about will probably be mostly from the '90s. Yeah, that seems to be uh, that was a uh, very very good era. For animation yes i mean it was high quality yes you know um now we're we're i'd say we're barely removed generationally and so there are a few that i watched that were already off the air by the time you started watching right some and of those so, like late 80s mid 80s right. cartoons and so there's stuff yeah. that i grew up with obviously that was gone by the time you started watching yeah but. But uh, before we get started here, I put out on our Facebook page, uh, I asked people what their favorite cartoon was. Okay. And Disney movie, but we'll get to that in the next episode. Yeah. Um, so Cher said, for cartoons, that she, she said, well, aging myself, I loved the Smurfs. Smurfs. Yes. Yep. I know Lady Wife also was a big fan of the Smurfs. That's what she said. She said Smurfs. I watched it all the time as a kid. I even bought all the episodes on disc that I could find and, and introduced them to my kids. Yeah. I mean, they actually, once she introduced them through the cartoon, it coincided with the release of the movies, the Smurfs, the more modern day Smurfs movies. And so yeah. they already knew who it was and they were interested in it and they enjoyed it. So, All right. I will say I've never been... A big fan of the Smurfs. The Smurfs, yeah. I mean, it was it was fine for what it was for the era, right? At the time, you know. But uh, yeah, there were there were other ones out there for me. Yeah, around yeah. those around those years, never really been my thing. Um, Katie said, uh, "Powerpuff Girls, mm. Ed, Ed and Eddie, mm. and Dexter's Lab." So she's full on Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. Cartoon Cartoons. There it is. Yep. Um. Uh, I like Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab. I did not like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. No. Never liked it. Speaking of poor animation, yes. I, I couldn't stand it. It's the constant shakiness mm-hmm. of how it looked. It's like, what is? why are they constantly moving? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just the outlines yeah. were constantly moving. But I love the Powerpuff Girls, and, and I was going to mention that at one point through this episode, but one of my mm-hmm. all-time favorite episodes of any cartoon was the Powerpuff Girls where it was meet the Beatles, <laughs> yeah. where everything yeah. was Beatles related. I, and I yeah. love that episode to this day. I actually have it on DVD right now. So it took me a decade to, to figure out what that line um, monkey play piano song was. Yep. Someday <laughs> monkey won't play piano song, play piano song. <laughs> yeah. And I think I was thinking of it one day and I realized what it was. I'm like, oh, yep, that's funny. That that's from Michelle. Yep, yep, the, the French version. Yep. So. <laughs> um, and then uh, Emily said, "Of all time, that's tough. SpongeBob is very nostalgic for me uh, because it's basically all I watched at my dad's." Wow. So she's a big SpongeBob fan. My kids went through an era of SpongeBob. Occasionally yeah. they'll turn it on. It's it's still going as well. Yes. It's gone kind of this weird camp something mm-hmm. or other SpongeBob, but uh yeah, they'll they'll watch. I never was into that. I never watched SpongeBob. Me neither. Wasn't a wasn't a big fan of that one. So. Um I think that's all the yeah, that's all the comments at the moment. Nice. See if any others come in, but all right, um, so then let's get to some of the ones that we we really liked. I was thinking about this. Yes. And the first one that came to mind 
was Animaniacs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um now have you watched the new ones? Um I've watched bits and pieces. What do you think? Uh yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's um, not quite the same. It's not. It's like they are trying too hard to be edgy. They're trying too hard to you know, go political or, yeah. you know, some sort of sh- social commentary because they think that's what Animaniacs was supposed to do. Whereas when they were initially released, they did it then too, but it was more, you know, it was a subtle thing and it wasn't, it wasn't intended as that. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I, my most exposure through the new one is I downloaded the soundtrack. Okay. All the, all the new songs. And I was so confused. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm sure I would, you know, in context would have understood them more. I'm like, what does this have to do with it? They just weren't as enjoyable. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to the old Animaniac songs and just get it right away, what they were saying. Sure. And still enjoyable. Now, I just, I don't, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I respect them for who they are. Right. You know, yeah, the yeah, legacy. Yeah. Yeah, more than what they're trying to do now. So. Also, I mean, all the voice actors are older, so the voices are a little different, a little off, a little yeah, different. Uh, I mean, I I can't say too much for Rob Paulson. I mean, he had throat cancer, and you know, right? You know, give him a pass on that. But um, yeah, it's it's just a little left of center there. Yeah, Tr- Tress McNeil can't get as high as she used to. No, you know when she's doing dot voice. No. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember. I watched that all. We watched that together all the time. We did Animaniacs. Yeah, from the from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I remember they advertised it right before it came out. One of the first times they advertised it was at the tail end of what was it? It may have been Ducktales mm-hmm. or something, um, which was weird because it's a Warner Brothers property followed by yeah, following Disney. Yeah, but it was it was all it was all shown on Fox at the time anyway. Right. So, uh, yeah, I remember hearing it, and um, it's like, well, this should be interesting. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched it from the beginning. So, Yeah, I mean, I liked it because it was, it was kind of irreverent. It was. Um, it was kind of, um, they've said that it was kind of hearkening back to the age of, like, Looney Tunes. Yeah. And, like, the golden age of cartoons. Like, that's what they were trying to do. You can really look at it as a variety show. Yes. is what it comes off as. You know, it, it has the underlying theme of the Animaniacs, the mm-hmm. three siblings. But interspersed with that, you know, all kinds of, mm-hmm. you know, different things going. Mindy and Buttons. Uh, uh, Rita. Slappy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hippos, which I never really... The good feathers. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the good feathers. Um, Buttons and Mindy, that was kind of hit and miss. I um, I did not like Rita and Runt. Did not like that. Runt, that was his name. Rita and Runt. Yeah. yeah. It was just... It was. I understand it was basically a vehicle to show Bernadette Peters singing. That's it. But I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. No. It was Bernadette Peters and then um Runt doing his best Rain Man. Impression. Definitely. Definitely the <laughs> Rain Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it it was not a joke. The the funniest one with um with those two is when they inter they intermixed mm. with all the other characters. And so it was one of the good feathers. It was Pesto. Right. That then teamed up with Runt, and right. that was funny. Right. That was enjoyable. But those two together, no. I will say that's the first time that I ever learned anything about Les Mis, because they did a Les Mis parody. And that was the first time I ever really heard of that. They did. They they referenced a lot of things that kids our age at the time wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, well, at the same time, lampooning things like Barney and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, baloney. Like they but. did, um, they did uh, an Apocalypse Now parody. I mean, what kid is gonna get that? You know, exactly. <laughs> or or a full on parody of you know Jerry Lewis and kids our age didn't know who no. that was. No, but. The character they were doing was so funny, it really didn't mm-hmm. matter. And so once you got older and you started realizing what it was, you respected it even more. It, yeah. it became funnier. Yes. 
And that's what I really like about Animaniacs is it got funnier the older you got because then you started to pick up on mm-hmm. all these things that you missed as a kid. Yep. So. Yep. All the little like movie references and oh, adult yeah. humor and yeah. yeah. And speaking of movie references, one of their best songs was, you know, it was actually called a video store, mm-hmm. but it referenced all kinds of movies that, you know, I don't think kids would have watched. I don't like think so. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle nope. and stuff like that. <laughs> Once belonged to Hook, you see. That's right. But it got bored, and so it joined the Adams Family. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And it's, be- it's because of that, it's because of that show that I got 100% on my states and capitals uh, test yep. in geography. So did I. It was eighth grade. It was... Uh, uh, what was his name? Mr. Christensen. Mm-hmm. He made a point Same. to say Christensen. Christensen. You had it's not Christian Christensen, but yeah, he he threw something up on a screen and he and he picked out a state and he had to name the capital. Mm-hmm. And I was getting it left and yep. right because of Animaniacs. Yeah, we had an actual um, uh, paper test. There you go. And you had to fill it in. I was the first one done. Oh yeah. And I got a hundred percent. I do just go through the song. <laughs> And yep. each and as long as you knew where the state was, yep, you'd get it. So, yep. <laughs> um, nations of the world as well. Yes, although that has changed that in, has, in yeah. recent in recent times. So, yeah, with the fall of the USSR. Yes, um, <laughs> and there's been an updated version of it that uh, Rob Paulson uh, sings. True, but I'm like, it took me. 20 years to memorize the first one. Oh yeah, like I'm not gonna try and memorize the new one. I, and when I first heard it, I didn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. And so I purposely bought a world atlas so I could track down the countries that he was saying. Mm-hmm. Especially when he said things like both Yemens. I had no idea what he was saying. Yeah. Because I'm like, what the heck is both Yemen? What, what's <laughs> both Yemen? What is that? And so I was going through nations in this world atlas trying to match up what he was saying. Yeah. And, and, I think it's because of that that a lot of it's still stuck in my brain. Mm-hmm. So to this day, you know, you can sing at the drop of a hat. Yeah, me too. And so does Rob Balson. Yep. <laughs> and it was funny because, you know, at conventions and things, when he starts going off, you can just sing right along yep. with him, you know? So um, apparently that was one of the first things he ever recorded for Animaniacs, and he did it in one take. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, but we could sit here and talk about animaniacs all day um some other ones uh tiny tunes oh just kind of a precursor to animaniacs i would say it was it was yeah i've i've gone back and watched tiny tunes it's a little i don't know what it is it's a little hard to watch now i don't know why yeah it's would you say it's not as enjoyable you just don't find it as funny as you used to i don't find it as funny which is really strange. That is weird. Um, maybe maybe some of the later because I I started watching from like season one, right. so maybe some of the later ones would be funnier. Right. Um. But yeah. Those those first few are a bit tough to watch. There there is one of the funniest ones is actually the uh, how I spent kind of my summer vacation. Yes. Episode that is funny. Yes, that is. Funny. And uh, the thing with Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, and I'm sure you've noticed as a fan of animation, there are episodes that look better than others yes it's like why did the animation suffer in this why are they so floppy and Mm -hmm. weird looking you know um it's like they they didn't have it down yet it's like they didn't tighten it up that's right and then there are some that are just just so beautifully done Mm -hmm. you're like well they up their game with you know these and how i spent my summer vacation is one of those yeah you know the animation is fantastic yeah in that one so um Another good episode on that was their uh, musical episode when they were doing a video countdown. The video countdown, yep, with Vanilla Lice. Yep. <laughs> um, first time I ever heard the song... Um, Istanbul. Istanbul. Really, any They Might Be Giants song. That was the first time. They even mentioned that in the episode. It's like, who are these guys? Yeah. Because you know, it was... I think they just did the two songs, right? Yeah. They did Particle Man and... Um, Istanbul. Istanbul. Yep. Not Constantinople. Nope. Istanbul. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we talked about Batman the Animated Series. Really quick. Yeah. Speaking of conventions and Rob Paulson, I always wanted to ask Rob Paulson 
specifically for Tiny Toons, because mm-hmm. he did the voice of Foul Mouth mm-hmm. on Tiny Toons. I always wanted to ask, in the term of you know voice acting, if he recorded Blue on that episode, if there was a Blue reel to where he just laid went in, off. <laughs> went off on curses, and they literally had to beat him out, yeah, or was he purposely editing himself? Because right. you watch that episode, and you're like, it almost seems like he's actually swearing, mm-hmm. and they had to beep it out, or it would have <laughs> come across. Yeah. So I, that's something I always wanted to ask him. My guess is he was actually swearing, and they had to purposely. And they went beep. in and yeah. bleeped him out. That that would be my guess. Um. Yeah, I've always wanted to ask him that too. Um, I, would, I would love to hear that the unedited mm-hmm. version. <laughs> um. Well, uh, there were several um, superhero shows back in the early 90s, which really kind of got me into the whole thing. Okay. There was Batman the Animated Series. There yeah. was Superman the Animated Series, Spider-Man the Animated Series, and right. X-Men the Animated Series. Yeah. Uh, most of them were good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Batman is so good. It it's, still holds up. It's the benchmark. It is any animated superhero series, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I say about Tiny Toons, I've gone back and watched it, and it's a little, some of them a little hard to watch. That one, not at all. No. You can go from season one to the very Mm -hmm. end and enjoy it just as much. And and this is one of those episodes, or one of those occasions for me, where I didn't mind the drama, because it came across just perfectly you were engaged in it because it was it was a prime time cartoon Mm -hmm. really i mean it it had its violence it had its Mm -hmm. mature themes yep you know and uh, it was the first time i ever heard a cartoon character swear really yeah because he said he said oh my god oh there you go i'm like oh it's like a little cartoon seven-year-old kid (laughs) but that was that was one of the first cartoons that got me interested into voice actors and who's doing the animation yeah. or who's doing the voices. Right. Animaniacs was the second, but with Batman, those credits flew by so quick <laughs> that you couldn't see who, who was who. Right. So there was a couple times you recorded a few episodes, I think. Yes, I did. Where you would, I would pause it and yep. look and see who's doing the voices. That was one of the reasons I recorded Animaniacs too, was specifically to mm-hmm. do that. Because, like you, I want to know who it was because, yeah. you know, all these voices started interconnecting with mm-hmm. all these other cartoons. You're like, who is this? Yeah. You know, so. Like, oh, that voice sounds familiar. Who is that? That's right. Like, oh, Rob Paulson. Uh, oh, he's, oh, he's Yakko, and now he's on this. And, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. he was on Tasmania. He was mm-hmm. on this. He was on, yeah. And then you realize very quickly, it's a very tight-knit group it of people, and they're everywhere. <laughs> <Yes. so. laughs> There's like 20 guys doing everything. That's it. Um, speaking of Tasmania, yes. that was another really good one. It was. I don't, think that, I don't think that gets the credit it deserves. I don't think it does either. <laughs> because really, it's the same group of people that did Animaniacs for mm-hmm. the most part. And Tiny Toons. Yeah. Same it's, people. It's all the same people. And... Uh, <laughs> Taz's dad, Hugh, in Tasmania, <laughs> yep. is one of the funniest animated characters. <laughs> yes. You know, the, at least one of the funniest dads. When they do lists of cartoon dads, it's a sin that he's not included yeah. because he is hilarious. Yeah. With he's his great. Blah, 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 yakety schmackety. It's. <laughs> He is great. I love I love that show. Because he just has that low kind of way to... Come on, Taz. That's a, right. Have a tall glass of OJ. That's right. <laughs> there, there are still times where I, I think I want to change the voicemail on my phone to what he did on his answering machine on mm-hmm. Tasmania. You remember it? Vaguely. Where somebody called and he said, hello. Oh, and they started yeah. talking. He's like... Just kidding. <laughs> you know, leave us a message. Call you back as soon as we can. Oh, I love yep. it. I yep. love that show. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of been forgotten. That's in that trifecta of that one and Animaniacs and Tiny Toons, that one, it's kind of been forgotten. Yep. And it's sad because it's really good. It's it really is. Funny. And it had the variety show theme as mm-hmm. well. 
you know, had a didgeridingo, Rob Paulson right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bull Gator and Axel. That's right. Axel, yep. Bull Gator. Yep. Uh, that big warthog. I forgot his name. But he was like some sort of car salesman. And and they've never released that. They've I never released so. that on DVD. Mm-mm. And that's unfortunate. We need to set up a petition. That needs to get released. <laughs> Are we the only ones that remember that show? I don't know. Probably. Because in, I, I never hear about that show. No. Ever. No. In conventions, nowhere is anybody talking about Tasmania. Nope. It's weird. It is. Um, so next time you go to one, if there's a voice actor mm-hmm. that's in that show, call them out on it. Yeah. Say, hey, what about this? <laughs> Jess Harnell did the theme. He's, that's right. He's the, yeah. He sang it. He sang it. Um, and it was Jim Cummings, right? That does Taz. Yeah. Tasmanian Devil. Yep. Which he still does everywhere. Still, yep. I mean, that's his character. So. <laughs> um, John Aston. He was uh, Bull Gator. John Aston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still alive, by the way. That's insane. He's in his 90s. He's still alive and kicking. That's insane to me. Um, Let's see. Uh, just a couple other, others here, and we'll go to the some of your favorites. Um, these are some of my favorites. That fair, you're enough. Mentioning. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, we watched all these cartoons together. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, whether it was Cartoon Network... Uh, the cartoon cartoon show, whether it was Disney Afternoon, yeah, um, you know the Warner Brothers block. I mean the WB. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean we were always planted down after school watching these. Yeah, Ducktales, Tailspin, Chippendale, Chippendale. Yep, which was hit and miss for me. I mean I have, I have fond memories of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but that's that's a show where I can't watch every episode of. Right. It. I mean it just it. It grates yeah. on me after a while. But. That new movie that came out is actually really funny. It was funny. <laughs> it was. I mean, I love John Mulaney to death. Yeah, and, and me to too. have them, him and who was it? Uh, Adam Sandberg, Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg. Yeah, to uh, <laughs> you know, and and to have them, their chipmunk voices as characters. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're doing their voices, they're doing characters. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious to me. Because when I first saw the preview, I'm like, well, that's not a chipmunk voice. Yeah, I was the same way. <laughs> but then like, to well, see... That's kind of stupid. Why they were doing yeah. it. Yeah, that was it was funny. Yeah. It's a good episode. And it's really meta, too. Like, it is. it's... That, that uh, show was made... That movie was made for people like you and me. Yeah, that grew that, up with it. Yeah. yeah. That, and also watched all those other cartoons because there were so many... There's hundreds of, like, guest stars and Easter eggs in it. It was... Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yep. Anyway, my kids enjoyed it for the ugly Sonic. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Yeah. So. Um, but going back to the cartoon cartoons, I mean, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Lab, Courage, the Cowardly Dog, Powerpuff Girls, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, for me, it was Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Lab, and Powerpuff Girls. That was it. Yeah. 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 I, like you, I never watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It was. Uh, it just irritated me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Same with Courage. Like I was never a big Courage a Cowardly Dog fan. Yeah, that that was eh, yeah. I mean it it was like a child version of a horror or a thriller, yeah, you know, series. Yeah. And it was it's fine if you're watching it in October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cuz it was always about ghosts, it was mm-hmm. always about the dead, it was always about zombies, you know, anything that could scare that dog. Yeah. I mean that was the whole point. So um, what were, what were some of the ones, uh, that you were, you were thinking of? Well, for me, one of my all time favorites still to this day is Thundercats. Okay. Um, now we're talking mid eighties. We're going back. Yes. yes. We're in the mid eighties here. I mean, this was prior to me being even 10 years old. Um, so we're talking seven, eight, mm-hmm. you know, eight years old. So Thundercats, uh, I really loved cause speaking of superheroes, that's what they were yeah for me yeah you know anthropomorphic cat people but uh (laughs) you know it's it's it stands out in my mind because that first episode came across as naughty to me because you see chitara and all the thundercats and it's like they're not wearing any clothes they're all nude yeah yeah well 
and and if you look at their legs, they are separated. Like yes. they do have some outfit on. Yes. But then you look at them from a distance, you're like, they're not wearing anything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and so because once they reach the planet, like they have clothes. Yeah. They do put on clothes. Yeah. Jaga pres- per, you know presents them with magical clothing right, right. and weapons, but um, yeah, that uh, that series is very dramatic and very violent as well. Mm-hmm. And one of those episodes still scares me to this day. There was this group of camel people that were called brute men. Okay. They were like enslaved by the mutants. Mm-hmm. And um, as they wandered around, you know, doing their work, they would just moan. Just, and it was so scary to me as a kid. Yeah. Because they had these dead eyes and just this vacant expression and just moaning like zombies. It was. It was scary as a kid. That episode still scares me. Still looking. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm looking up pictures here. The Brute Men? Yeah, the Brute Men. Yeah, it was the weird camel horse people. The Thundercats but. is interesting because I don't think... it Like, He-Man was made for toys. Right. Right? Yes. Thundercats wasn't. No. Right? No, it wasn't. I mean, It had toys with it, but yeah. I don't think that was the purpose. No, that was... I I heard the history of the Thundercats at one point, but have since forgotten it. But uh, once they released the toys, mm-hmm. then it really took off. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, but Thundercats, um, Silverhawks was another one, <laughs> which I think, like Tasmania, is vastly underrated. Yeah, and overlooked. Um, it's all the same voices as Thundercats. Right. You know, it, it's funny because it's the group of 80s voice actors yep. that were everywhere. Yep. Like it is in the 90s where it has that group of voice actors that were everywhere. It was the same in the mm-hmm. 80s. And so, yeah, th- those two really stick out for me. Thundercats and Silverhawks, I just, I loved and love to this yeah. day. So one of my favorite characters in Thundercats, by the way, is Bengali. He's blue and he looks exactly like Tigra except he's blue. Oh, Yeah. And he had a hammer like Thor. It was like called the Hammer of Thundera, but uh, Bengali. Bengali <laughs> is his name. So, because <laughs> he's a tiger. He's a tiger. The Bengal tiger. Yep. yep. So Bengali. <laughs> now they didn't put a whole lot of thought in naming Thundercats. Not really. He's 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 a tiger, so he's Tigra. She's cheetah, so she's Cheetara. <laughs> You know, he's he's a lion man, lion o oh, oh, lion o. Oh. Except for go. Jaga, for some reason Jaga was a human. He yeah. was not an animal. Didn't he have like pointy ears? He, he did have pointy had... ears. He yeah. did have pointy ears. But uh, that was another scary part of that episode, the very first episode where he just kind of withered away and died while he was flying to mm-hmm. third earth, as it were. That seemed to be a thing with '80s cartoons. Like main characters would just die. They would. In one episode and never yeah. come back. Voltron. There you go. Voltron. Yeah. Voltron is another one. Um, the character of Sven. Yeah. Died. Yep. <laughs> I think he eventually got brought back somehow, but he died almost mm-hmm. <laughs> from the beginning and then was replaced by Princess Aurora. Transformers the movie. They killed everybody off. Yeah. yeah. Were you a big Transformers? I don't I think was, you were. were I you? was not into Transformers okay. all that so I much. Thought, yeah. Even even the early versions. And I know why. You know why they killed everybody off in that movie? Mm-mm. Do you remember it? Mm-mm. Because of a shift in the production and the group that controlled it, they were killing everybody off to shift to a new direction mm. with the Transformers. And so they were out with the old, in with the new. And then the fan base got up in arms. Yeah, like, that, that didn't work. It's like, no, we got we to gotta go back and bring these guys back to life. So. Yeah. <laughs> um and he-man were you a he-man guy i was okay i was early on i was a big he-man fan and that was mostly for the toy's sake right right um because what watching the episodes those are hard nowadays those are bad they are <sighs> those are bad that it's a lot of recycled movements in mm-hmm. every single episode it's like they had a specific set of movements for He-Man and then just repeated it over and over in yes. every single episode. Yep. So <laughs> they didn't care. I mean, this is this this shows to sell toys. Just it's get true. Them out, whatever. Um 
So I'm looking at this IMDb list that I have here. Yes. Um, 100 greatest cartoons of all time. Oh. Yeah. Number one is Batman. The animated series? The animated series. Yep. Not Brave and the Bold? Nope. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> Who is that? Diedrich Bader that does the voice of Batman in that one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love Diedrich Bader. He just doesn't come off as a Batman type for me. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's a good comedic Batman, like an Adam West type Batman. He's good for that. Which is what they're going for, yeah. really. Yeah. That, so. <laughs> um, I was going through some of these. Samurai Jack. Oh, Samurai Jack. That was good. That was really good. That is so good. Did you see the the uh, sequel series I, to that? I saw... Unquote? I didn't watch it all. Yeah. I saw a few episodes. But no, I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see a whole lot of it either. I mean, I just I liked how the original series ended and they just kinda kept it at that. Yeah. For me. So <laughs> um Samurai Jack, I mean it was a straight up action cartoon. It was. Um, but there were some episodes where like there was one, it was just him and the Scotsman on a bridge. That's it. That was the entire episode. That's true. And That's neither true. one would get out of the other person's way. And that was the whole episode. And the, the cool thing about Samurai Jack was for the side characters he'd come across every mm -hmm. episode. They were almost more memorable than himself yeah. or Aku. Yeah. I mean, like the Scotsman. I mean, he was just... He ranked <laughs> right up there yeah. as one of the best characters in that series. Yeah, he so. was great. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Now, they put in, and I tend to agree with them, the okay. 2012 cartoon. The 2012, okay. Not, um, not the original. Okay. So the 2012, um, that was one that was computer animated. Yes. It had Rob Paulson back as he was the voice of Donatello. Okay. Is he the one? He's the one with the gap tooth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's actually my kid's favorite version of Ninja Turtles is that one. Mine too. Yeah. Actually. That, that's a good one. Talk, talk about hard to watch. That original cartoon oh, yeah. is really hard to watch. It is. It's good. It, it was good for what it is and setting up Ninja Turtles and everything. Yeah. But man, like um, uh, He-Man, they reused a lot of like animation and stuff. They did. And it was colored weird. Like sometimes they would have like... The bandanas would be green, like it was their skin. Like it was it was a mess. And and that's another episode or another series where it's like some of the animation was great. Yeah. But then there were some episodes like, what is going yeah. on here? Yeah. You know, what is that? And then I don't know, maybe you can answer this. Why did Rob Paulson in the final season of that episode jump ship? The final season of that series. Of the original series? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he did. He did. He really? Was, he was replaced by all the other characters or the actors were there. Cam Clark. You mm -hmm. know, they were all still there, but Rob Paulson was gone. Maybe he got too busy. It's very possible. Because hmm. it, it might have ran like right up into like Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. and That's what I'm thinking. So maybe he just got too busy. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently they hold no ill will because they'll still get together oh, all yeah. four of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um Gargoyles. Gargoyles. That was really good. That's a good one. Talk about there was very little humorous about that series. No, that wasn't yeah. It was a very straightforward action drama. Yeah. I mean, almost right from the get go when what's his name? Bronx, Brooklyn, the big guy, talked by Bill Foggerbaki. Oh, um, um uh shoot bronx there was bronx bronx was like the dog brooklyn was he the red one the skinnier red that's my that's my favorite one. one why can't i remember is yes okay but whoever anyway. whoever the big guy was that would talk by by bill that ended up shooting the police yeah woman that's right just just blasted her <laughs> By accident with a gun. That's that right. was just blew her away. That was so that was some serious drama for for a cartoon. Broadway. Broadway. That was his name. There you go. Uh yeah, he talked Broadway. 
Uh, Lexington, that was the other one. Hudson, Ed Asner, Bronx, Brooklyn. Goliath. Goliath. So, yeah. Keith David, man. He has such a good voice. I love Keith David. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he is. If if it wasn't Sam Jackson to narrate my life, it would be Keith mm-hmm. David to narrate my life. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Gargoyles was kind of Disney's answer like Batman the Animated Series. It's true. It was super dark. It really was. <laughs> very serious. Oh, my gosh. That was also a reuniting of a lot of the uh, Star Trek The Next yeah. Generation actors, yep. too. Yep. It was like their foray into voice acting yep. as well. Yeah, you had uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes, Frakes, Marina Sirtis. Yep. Um, they had a few on. I think Brent Spiner, Brent Spiner. was on there. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Big fan of him. <laughs> no. Recently. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Uh, let's see. Um, what did they rank as the lowest out of the 100? Invader Zim. Invader Zim. <laughs> You were a fan of that one. I loved Invader Zim. Yeah. Now, Invader Zim is interesting because of who created it. Jonan Vasquez created Invader Zim. Um, and he, he's a very comedic kind of family-friendly character. But at the same time, he also created a comic book character called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that series of comics... <laughs> Is disturbing. Yes, it is. It's very graphic. It's very violent. I mean, he lives up to his name. (laughs) It's it's a very disturbing. But then to see, you know, the reverse of that with Invader Zim is hilarious to me because you know what else this guy created, and it's it's the funniest thing. But Um, oh, speaking of of Invader Zim, I think the guy that did Zim was also one of the voices for the Angry Beavers. Yes. Which was yes, another one was. of our favorites. Angry Beavers. Yep. <laughs> that was such a good oh, show. That was so funny. That's the Nickelodeon block of yes. cartoons that we haven't really talked about either. Yep. But Because uh, I remember the first time we got cable in, in our mom's house. Mm-hmm. The first time it got plugged in, I turned it on. It was Nickelodeon, and it was Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, Rocco. It was Rocco's Modern Life. Yep. Yep. Hey, Rocco, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that weird blood with like cow and chicken and mm-hmm. stuff like cow and chicken is disturbing to me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, just the theme song. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. You're like, dad was proud. He didn't care how. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did this woman get pregnant with a mm-hmm. cow and a chicken? Uh-huh. There was a group of biker ladies that would came in, and they were, they would come in and munch people's carpets. Oh yeah, that yeah. was their thing. Oh jeez, <laughs> like how did this get on television? It was yeah that that thing, <laughs> and the main voices, the main voice. There you go, the same group, cow and chicken, were voiced by the same guy that did Buster Bunny in mm-hmm. Tiny Toons, Charlie Adler, Charlie Adler. Yep, and. uh my gosh, yeah, that episode, that series, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Um, Fairly Odd Parents. Did you watch that much? Uh, it was hit and miss for Mother. me. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it 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 had its moments. I um, think it had diminishing returns as it went on, but those first few seasons were pretty good. Yeah, it, it especially when once Cosmo really got dumbed down. Mm-hmm. It was similar to what they did with Homer Simpson, to where he started out as something, and as the series went on, he became dumber and dumber. Yeah, right, and right, dumber. right. It's the exact same thing that happened with Cosmo. Yeah. So, uh, let's see some other things on here. Um, I guess we can talk about Looney Tunes. Yes. Um, I mean, those have been around since the '30s, and. There's been so many, you know, retellings and, and iterations of mm-hmm. Looney Tunes, even to this day. Yeah. You know, but uh, the initial, the original Looney Tunes, I used to give our dad crap about this, or I used to talk crap about him for getting up on Saturdays, apart from watching golf, he would watch Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and just laugh. Now, you know who does that? Mom. <laughs> I wonder if she knows. <laughs> anyway. But, I wouldn't bring it up or she'll stop watching yeah, Looney Tunes. Yeah, I don't want to ruin Just... it for her. <laughs> and you know who else does that? Me. Yeah. I, I yeah. will laugh at Looney Tunes. One of the greatest 
greatest cartoons for me of all time across the board is Daffy Duck, where it was just him being drawn over by Bugs Bunny. Duck Amuck. Duck Amuck. That was one of the funniest yeah. episodes yeah. to this day for me. It was hilarious. Um, hunting season is probably one of the greatest Duck episodes season. of tele- Wabbit season. Yep, television of all time. Duck season, fuck. <laughs> and they even knew that because then they tried. Didn't they try to do that again at one point? Probably. I think yeah. they did two episodes. They were almost exactly the same. Yeah, as that. But the original. That was really funny. Mel Blank. That was the first voice actor I ever knew by name. Yeah. Was was Mel Blank. Yep. Um, and kind of to shatter the illusion here, yes, he did all the voices, but a lot of them were like sped up or they were, slow, they were yeah. They were tweaked a little bit. Yeah. And what I find interesting is that out of all those characters, he didn't do Elmer Fudd. No, he Elmer didn't. Elmer Fudd was the one character that was done by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird because he's such an easy voice to do. It's like, why didn't Mel Blank take that one over? Yeah. Why? Why was it this obscure? I don't even know the guy's <laughs> I'm name. Not sure who it was. You though. know. And I think that was the only character this guy ever did, as I far so. in my in my mind. So. Then you had uh, you also had June Foray doing like voice of Grandma and Witch Hazel and every real female yeah. character. Yeah, <laughs> it was June Foray. Yeah. But. Yeah. I am. Um, I learned a little about her uh, recently on some podcast I was listening to. I can't remember what it was. But she kind of got screwed over with that. Did because her, her name was never in the credits. No matter really? who was on Looney Tunes, it was always Mel Blank. Voice characterization, Mel Blank. That's right. Yep. Every single episode. That's right. I wonder why that was. I can't remember. It either had something to do with his contract or Hollywood's disdain for women. (laughs) One of the two. And didn't take women seriously. (laughs) Especially back then. Yeah. 30s and 40s. I mean, yeah. Um... So, we've talked about a bunch of cartoons that we, we really like. Yes. There's some classic cartoons I cannot stand. Okay. The Hanna-Barbera stuff. I cannot oh. stand Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yes. Flintstones, maybe I'll watch Flintstones. That's about it. Yeah. Jetsons, Scooby-Doo, I can't stand them. No. I don't know what it is. No. And I agree with you. There, there is very precious little Hanna-Barbera properties to this day. That I can tolerate. Yeah. You know, unless they've tweaked it and changed it like they did with Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Yep. I was just thinking that. <laughs> when they made him as a talk show host and coast to coast, <laughs> you know, that was funny. That was very funny. You know, but uh, even his original series is just, I think a lot of it is, it was just boring. Yeah. I mean, even the stuff that tried to be funny just wasn't mm-hmm. and it fell flat. It was like the poor man's Looney Tunes. Yeah. And it just, didn't come off, you know. Your Huckleberry Hound, mm-hmm. your your uh, uh, Snaggle Snagglepuss, yeah. Snagglepuss, 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 Snaggletooth was Star Wars. Snagglepuss was, was yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hanna Barbera, exit um, stage left. Even that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And with Scooby Doo, I just I don't get it. <sighs> I don't get it. It's still going on to this day. There's still new cartoons, new movies. I don't get it. I I never. I I don't know. I never enjoyed it. I no, didn't enjoy the premise. Mm-mm. I didn't enjoy the characters. Um, I didn't enjoy Scooby-Doo himself. I mean, he's just... It's irritating. Yeah, it People is. People give Scrappy-Doo crap for being irritating. He's just as irritating as Scooby was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that voice just grates on you mm-hmm. after a while. And, you know, all respect to Casey Kasem. I mean, that's just... Yeah. Even Shaggy is yeah. just no, yeah. no, you know. And then Fred is as milk toast as you can get, and it's just you know, it's just yeah. I'm, and has been Frank <laughs> Welker since the beginning. He's still doing Fred. That's true. <laughs> since 1969, he's still doing Fred. That's impressive. That That's really no impressive. other act apart from live action. Yeah, when it turned into what Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. Um, yeah, nobody else has done that voice. That's impressive. That's, and he took that's over the one thing you could say yes. for that episode. 
<laughs> and he took over series. as the voice of Scooby Doo after the original passed away. I think I don't remember his name. But I. Yeah. So but that Jetsons is the same thing. It's yeah. just it 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 tries to. I'd say what gets it for me for the Jetsons as well as the Flintstones and things like that is the forced canned laughter like it's a live you know yeah. filmed in front of a live audience that was a weird choice like, i don't know why they why, did that. why do you do that yeah the, the, there is nothing to be gained from that it's like i understand why it's because this is where you want us to laugh because right. this is what's supposed to be funny. right right <laughs> and if we don't put a laugh here you're not going to mm-hmm. laugh because it's not funny yeah and so that's what comes off with the jetsons and the Fl- it's just not funny it's not I mean, if you want to watch the Honeymooners, go watch the Honeymooners. Don't watch the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, if if you tweak them and change them like they did with Space Ghost, right. like they did with Harvey Birdman, Attorney right. at Law, that was funny. Yes. Um, because they, they used that recycled animation, but they put it in that setting, and it is, it's hilarious. It is. I'm surprised we didn't talk about Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, <laughs> and Cartoon Planet. Those were, that's some of the funniest um, bits of, of, of television you'll see if you've never seen those. And I just, it's funny you say that because I just started rewatching those on HBO Max, mm-hmm. the Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, and I laughed just as much. Yeah. As I. I immediately went to the Beck episode. Yeah. Because one of the lines I remembered is when Space Ghost was saying, I got two turntables at my mommy's home. <laughs> you know, and I just, I had to watch it just to hear him say that yeah. again. Or the episode with Moltar and Zorak. He's like, you, you know, where Moltar got a package. He's like, what'd you get? It's like, soap. <laughs> it's like, really? What kind? He's like, lava. It's got pumice. You know, just, just so random, yeah. But it is just so funny, yeah. And man, and and I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. The very last few episodes of Space Ghost, they kind of dropped off, yeah, for me. I think they knew it was coming to an end, so yeah, yeah. I mean, there was one episode. I don't remember who it was, who the who they were quote unquote interviewing, but Space Ghost was saying we uh, we did the sex. He was talking to this woman, and right. he was talking to Zorak about how they did the sex. Right, and I'm like, this isn't this isn't yeah. Space Ghost anymore for me. This is going weird. But the funniest <laughs> one, of the funniest bits I remember. Speaking of Moltar, is he, he always showed him with the little screen. He always monitor. had the yep the handle that he was using to change the channel and do everything. Yep. He came across Cartoon Planet. He goes, "What is this garbage? How come I'm not in it?" <laughs> <laughs> and Cartoon Planet, for those of you who don't know, that took Space Ghost and Zorak mm-hmm. from you know from uh, coast to coast and put them in more of a variety type show with Brack. With Brack, yeah, yeah. And Brack, he 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 would grade on you after a while, but uh, for the most part, it was that was just as funny, yeah, as Coast to Coast was. So that's another soundtrack that I just love listening to those songs. Yes, yep. <laughs> so, um. Another, another cartoons that I just I can't get in an animation style really. Yeah, is anime. No, I can't. I can't do it. I've tried. I've given it so many t- chances. Right. People tell me, oh, you really like you know the Studio Ghibli stuff. No, I've tried. Yeah, it's not entertaining to me. I I tried to watch you know the very famous you know Spirited Away. Yes, it's like, it's like yeah. it just comes off as. Boring. Boring. Yeah. It's all just boring to me. And, you know, a lot of the anime where, you know, the characters who see a girl and all of a sudden their nose bleeds, Mm -hmm. you know, just a flood of blood. Yeah. You know, that animation just is dumb to me. It's irritating and I don't like it. I don't like the storylines. I don't like anything about it. I, Mm -hmm. I don't like the aesthetic. I don't like anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not just... You know, the overdubs are irritating as well. I just, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Whether it's My Hero Academia, whether it's, you know, like you said, the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, Giblets, whatever they were. You <laughs> Studio know, Giblets. There you go. None of that. Yeah. None of it. 
I, you know, even even the more mainstream like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Pokemon. I, Pokemon. There's another one. It's just not my thing. And yeah. you know, and I can't get into it. And I like I said, I've tried. Yeah. I've tried so many times yeah. because it seems like something I would enjoy. You'd think. Like something like Dragon Ball or My Hero Academic. It seems like something I would like, but I just I can't. No. It bugs me. Yep. And like Pokemon. I love the Pokemon games. Right. I think they're really fun. I tried to watch some of the most recent stuff. I got about five minutes in. I'm like, I can't do this. It is so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> and it's so grating. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'll tell you, it. speaking of cartoons that grate on you, this may this is dating me. I mean, you already know how old I am. But MTV mm-hmm. released a series of cartoons under um, something called Liquid Television. Yes. Yeah. And one of the most, they released The Phantom. The Phantom. You remember the Phantom? I remember the Phantom. Right? Yep. Um, long. Wasn't he like the one that was like long and lanky Long and, and lanky and Eon Flux. Right, right. Those right, right. two series are some of the most gross-looking animation. Mm-hmm. They don't try to be gross, but they come off as just disgusting-looking yeah. characters. And I was never into it. Nope. I can't stand Eon Flux, so I don't like the movies they made with Phantom or Eon Flux. Mm-mm. I just... I can't get past it's it's horrible looking. It's horrible looking. Yeah. I mean uh, some of the other animations on there too. Beavis and Butthead oh. hated it. Um Daria never got into it. No. It just and why they tried to bring Beavis and Butthead back recently is just and you notice it flopped and died immediately because yeah. nobody wants it anymore. No. They've moved past it. It was a product of its time and it's just you can't you can't bring it back. And that demographic, which was me and possibly you, you, you yeah. know, more you, yeah, your generation. It's like yeah. we've moved past it. Yeah, it's not entertaining anymore. Yeah, we don't want that anymore. It's annoying now. It is. Yeah, you know, and it was annoying then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all well, honesty. So here's a question. Yeah, do you have a cartoon that you would consider to be just a buried gem that you really enjoy? I mean, apart from things like Tasmania, where it's like. You know it, but you swear nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Hysteria. Hysteria. Mm-hmm. See? You don't remember it, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> it was from the same people that did Animaniacs and all those others. But it was an educational program. All right. Um, I talked about it at recently at Last Fanex with the creator of the show. Wow. Um, it, was, it came out shortly after Animaniacs. It only ran like maybe a season. Okay. Maybe even 13 episodes. Yeah. But it was the same type of thing. It was kind of a variety show. It had songs, had that same animation, but it was all educational. Really? Yeah. It was this old. Um, here, I'll pull. I'll pull up a. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. Speaking of those same people, Freakazoid. We didn't mention that either. Yes, I absolutely loved Freakazoid. By the way. Yeah, that's one of those that I don't think a lot of people know or remember. But those that do love that show. Oh yeah. And just the episode Invisibo. <laughs> Invisibo and Candlejack, Candlejack. are the two most memorable yep. episodes for that for me. Okay. Uh, here it is. Do you remember that at all? Remember that show at all? Let me take a look here. So this is Hysteria. Oh, brief. Oh. Hmm. Is Maybe? it kind, kind of a knock in a memory? Uh, kind of. Barely. Yeah. Oh, the kid with the Viking helmet. Yep. I rem- okay, that is familiar. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And, yeah, like I said, I think it only <laughs> ran like 13 episodes or something, but yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. Or um, Road Rovers, that's another one. Yeah. Um, the, the Mighty Ducks had the a cartoon. Duck, they did. Um, yep. Man, what are some, what are some other ones? Um... Trying to, I'll tell you one that jumps out that I really enjoyed. Yeah. that was so awkward and weird that not a lot of people remember. Unless you're a child of the '80s, or you started looking into the history of you know these cartoons, Kid Video mm-hmm. and Captain N and the Game Masters. Yep, 
unless you specifically know if you, it's one of those situations if you know you know if yep. you don't you have no idea what they are yep but those two episodes i or two series i thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. even though they weren't really all that good <laughs> i mean specifically captain Anne and the game masters which was just a full-on nintendo vehicle but they couldn't use that's right the likenesses that's right for the nintendo characters so people like king hippo from punch out so awkward looking in mm-hmm. that show because they couldn't use the actual character. Kid Icarus was another one they couldn't use. Link. Mega Man. Link. Yeah. You know, they Zelda. All, they all looked off. They looked off. They looked like the Wish brand of, of those right. characters. <laughs> That's right. But uh, And then Captain N, he'd walk around with a full-on power pad controller strapped to his belt buckle. That's right. Yep. You know? Yep. And he yep. had the yep. orange zapper as his weapon. And... Uh, and he faced uh, Metroid's, um, what was her name? Like Mother Brain. Mother, yeah. Mother, Mother Brain. Brain. Talked by Little Richard, by the way. The singer, Tutti Fruity. <laughs> Little right. Richard. That's right. Did the voice of Mother Brain in that, in that series. Um, so I just looked up um, cartoons that you probably remember but forgot about. Or that doesn't make sense. That you forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> that you that you might remember but don't remember the name of that's what right. it is so courage Cowardly dog yeah. Yeah. the wild thornberries oh wild th- tim curry tim curry yep. yep i am weasel i am weasel from the cow and chicken guys i are baboon i are baboon. yep <laughs> i do remember that one um uh, the pirates of dark water remember that i remember the toys okay for pirates of dark water and speaking of i are baboon that's michael dorn that's right. Worf from Star Trek Next Generation. That's right. Um, SWAT Cats. SWAT Cats. Didn't watch SWAT Cats. Oh, Beetlejuice. Remember the Beetlejuice cartoon? Oh, yeah. 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 That, that, that I think that was another one where they couldn't quite get the likeness. Right. So everything, again, is just a little, a little off. It is. I remember, that, I remember an episode from <laughs> Beetlejuice to where he got Leif Erikson in a fight with Columbus. Right. With Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Because he was, you know, basically telling Lee Erickson, don't you feel bad that you didn't cash in on Fine America like Columbus did? <laughs> you know, they ended right, up fighting right, right. It, so. um, Reboot. Reboot. That one I don't remember. You may not Yo, have watched that one. I remember those characters. Mm-hmm. I do. That was the first fully CGI cartoon ever. So awkward looking. Yes. That's even more awkward looking than what Jimmy Neutron was. Yeah. And Jimmy Neutron was not very good. <laughs> or Beast Wars. That's another one. Beast Wars. Also fully CGI. Yep. Uh David the Gnome. Um there's Road Rovers. Uh Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars. <laughs> Bucky O'Hare. Um <laughs> Mutant League. <laughs> the Adventures of Johnny Quest. Kablam. Oh, kablam. I oh saw my gosh. a full episode of that the other day, and I laughed my butt off. <laughs> now, we actually we talked about that not too long ago. Yeah. Kablam. Um, for uh, Prometheus and Bob. Yeah. And the, what was the name of that superhero group? Action League Now. Action League Now. That's right. <laughs> Meltman with the power to melt. <laughs> The flesh, the he's flesh. super strong and super naked. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Um, let's see, Ronan Warrior, Savage Dragon. I'll tell you two episodes from the or two series from the eighties. Okay, that uh, a lot of people may not remember is Lone Star or Brave Star, not Lone Star. Lone Star was Spaceballs. Um, Brave Star. Mm-hmm. He was a space cowboy with a robotic horse that packed right. a shotgun that's right and i it was very memorable because the way he cocked it he would spin it around mm-hmm. and that was the coolest thing for a horse to do <laughs> but <laughs> that one and uh i just lost the other mask Matt, which was right, a very right. early kind of transformer ish you know where uh you'd have a car that would just turn into a plane or a truck that would turn into a tank and yeah. they were kind of like Transformers slash superhero CIA FBI mm-hmm. kind of group. Yep. And those two were just solely made to sell toys, yep. but they're very enjoyable. Yep. So. 
Uh, oh, one just came to mind. Biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice. I was never into it, but I know the name for sure. Yeah. That was, I was really into that. Uh, <laughs> Rob Paulson again. He was on that. A lot. It's funny. A lot of Rob Paulson cartoons, nobody remembers. Yeah. Like Mighty Max. He did Mighty Max. Mighty Max is right there. It was right there. And Mighty uh, Max was good. That was a fun cartoon. Another one that Rob Paulson did, no, Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Right. Which I think went for less than, I think it was 13 episodes. It was probably one season. Yeah. But, you know, that was based on a clothing brand. And mm-hmm. so, you know, <laughs> that's all so that the, was. Okay, so, so the clothing was first. <laughs> clothing then was, it was first. the cartoon. Then it was the cartoon. Oh, okay. I thought yep. maybe it was the other way around. Yep. Which that clothing brand is still owned by the original guy, by the way. Really? Yep. The actual creator. So. Uh, one of those residual checks have dried up at this point. <laughs> I gave him some money. I bought a tank top the oh, other day. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did. You did. <laughs> a few months ago. So. Um, Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Speaking of Disney. Yep. Uh, there's the Mighty Ducks. James Bond Jr. Don't remember that. There's Biker Mice from Mars. Uh, Samurai Pizza Cats. Don't remember that. The Samurai Pizza Cats. Yep, the Samurai Pizza Cats. Which is not a ripoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, apparently. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Neither is Biker Mice from Mars or Street Sharks. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. Not ripoffs. <laughs> Their own independent properties. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, through watching these cartoons, I had such an appreciation and love of animation and specifically voice actors. Oh, you know, yeah. that's what made me want to become a voice actor and do impressions and voices and stuff like that. It's all it all comes from these cartoons. Yeah, yeah, the, it's ingrained. I mean, there is just so many times I'll just quote a random cartoon, yeah. or, or you know, or you're. Even modern day culture, I mean, still references and harkens back to those things that were just so influential to me growing yeah. up. You still see the Thundercats logo everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's a bass player right now called Thundercat that's out there. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's always there. You know, everybody has a cartoon they like. Mm-hmm. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that says they absolutely hate cartoons. Yeah. I mean, how can, how can you not enjoy it? I mean, and like I said, even even our even our mom, who is um, <laughs> even even she, every time you know on Saturdays, I'll come up and take a shower, and there she is watching Looney Tunes or there it is. yeah, yep, Disney cartoons or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, but I think that'll that'll pretty much wrap up this episode. I think. Uh, thanks for listening. If you did, um. Make sure to like the podcast, share the podcast, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Listen, download, share us. All that stuff. And uh, then tune in next week to hear the Brothers Ramble about another topic. We'll see you. See ya.